Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here in the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Knock, you see how he did that? <laughs> <laughs> lack of, with a lack of enthusiasm? He, he, got, all, do, he got all the words right. I, I could do well, that. It's like I listen to all, almost all the podcasts, too. <laughs> it's, it's not about the words, it's how you say them. <laughs> hey! Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits! Ding dong, ding ding ding! ding. <laughs> you see? Right. Hey there, welcome! To the AMA Vintage Days Road Tripping Double Dumper Special. Double. Wow. So much, so (laughs) much. Oh, I'm still writing down things to talk about. Yeah. Just things today to. Oh, there's so much. I just like that. So much. That's part of the lexicon now. We're just doing double dumpers. Yeah. We we have so much. (laughs) There's lots of butt stuff going on here. Twice a day. (laughs) All right. Hey, everyone. This is Liza. Hello. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Next to me, we've got Hi, Bagel. Hey, hey, I'm here. I'm back in one piece. On the stinky girl couch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Not me. We've got Knock. Hi. <laughs> Patellar, what was it? Perineal tendinitis sucks. Yeah. Knock, the only Peritoneal. person I know who has uh, tendinitis by passing out on his couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I call it the tendinitis couch. Yep. The, the itis yep. couch. Yeah. All right, next to that, we've got Isaac. I am helping make this the stinky girl couch. Yes, you are. (laughs) Going around the corner, we've got Henry. I am also back in one piece. (laughs) Barely. Barely. We'll cover that later. (laughs) And over by the window, we've got Bex. I never lose. I either win or I learn. Aloha. Cool, cool. Okay, then. (laughs) So, uh, for many people who've been following, we um, didn't do a show last week because... We're back, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) We were road tripping. And honestly, the three of us who know how to use any of the technology, we're all gone. (laughs) Yeah. We we were cruising hard, (laughs) yo. That's right. (laughs) Hard. So, just to recap... It's not um, a bunch of hamsters in here in a hamster wheel doing podcasting. It's actually humans. (laughs) With some chimpanzees thrown in. With paws and stuff, yeah. So, just to recap, uh, Bagel and myself, Bex and Henry, um, we were riding, we rode to Ohio for AMA Vintage Days, even though technically Bagel rode there last month, but... We count it. I took the round. And always early or on time. Knock knock flew out to join us. That's right. And then um, also uh, Anita and Stephanie and Tiffany, the Chickastanners, they also all came in to uh, meet us for our Chickastan panel, and it went great. And um, yeah, we had a we had a really good time. And the reason this is a double dumper special is because we did an AMA version of it, and that's going to be part two. So if you want to hear our stories from AMA Vintage Days. <laughs> That's going to be in part two. But for part one, we're talking about the road trip because mm-hmm. so much happened oh, yeah. on the road trip. Mm-hmm. And then we had some stuff today. But something to, to note, for those who have not done a cross-country trip, um, there really is something about it that's special because along the way, you're going to encounter uh, challenges and hurdles. And not just that, but also you encounter people 
and just experience overall that that somehow add to your life and make you more of who you are wouldn't you guys agree yeah those who've road mm -hmm, trip mm -hmm. i mean um you encounter yourself a lot too yeah <laughs> you overcome yourself yeah or not or, or not yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and it, it is a special um it is a special experience to do so we want to share some of that experience um and one of the things I, I, I've noticed, this is the second time I've done cross-country. Bagel, how many times have you done it? This is like my seventh time riding across the country, I think, mm. the, right. including both trips back and forth this time. Are you sure you're not a gypsy? <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit inside, <laughs> you know. Well, so one of the things I notice is as much planning as you do and preparation and getting everything ready on your bike, there's always things that you have to work out. Yep. And I notice riding out, you notice uh, things like, well, you know, my lips keep getting chapped. I, I need to move the chapstick to this pocket on the tank bag so I can reach it. Yes. The other thing. I actually learned you could use your uh, cramp buster to uh, throttle with your leg to grab your, um, you know, lip gloss. That's There's a story name. behind Radically that, too. irresponsible. Wait, what did you just say? There's a story. I didn't story. say that. You didn't hear that either. No, I didn't. No, and that didn't we happen. Don't, yes. No. <laughs> um, another thing is. Um, one of the things I noticed as I was riding that I'd see some sort of strap like blowing in the wind. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so distracting. Tuck I got to remember to tie that off. Yep. And then you forget 10 times. Yep. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing with loose straps. They can be a liability. I've actually yeah. had this happen to yeah. me yeah. before. So. They can get caught in your rear wheel yeah. um, or just whack you in the back as you're riding along. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh -huh. the, yeah. the other thing hey, to some note, people are into that we we, we all rode <laughs> most of the trips separately but i bet you we had very similar experiences so that's something i just found that like there was a strap on my tank bag it's like oh it keeps coming undone and i tie it one-handed with my glove and then come <laughs> undone so i pull my glove off hold it in my teeth and i tie it with my hand oh it kept coming undone. it took me like three days to finally figure out what kind of <laughs> knot to put in that yep. and then on the way back i finally that went, knot is oh. called glue Duct tape. <laughs> duct zip ties. Tape. Zip ties. Yeah. Oh, zip ties. Ridiculous. I, uh, it's so funny how many times you just keep doing something over and over. What about you guys? Did you find there were things on your bikes that you needed to uh, fix or to tweak? Adjust. Uh, mostly just constant maintenance. You know, making sure that the oil that burns isn't burning completely <laughs> to mm -hmm. empty for my triumph. Yeah. So um, that was my maintenance, making sure that my chain was lubed and um, I was hydrated. Right. Yep. And Bex, your bike had been leaking oil just prior to the trip. Not leaking, pissing oil. <laughs> right. Yes. It mm -hmm. was uh, open top case, missing uh, grommets. It was like down to the wire. Is this going to make it? Is this going to happen? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you got it. You got it fixed. Kind of dialed out. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you had one problem along the way, but we'll get back to that. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but let's talk about Henry. Henry. Yes. So you were going to take your Moto Guzzi across country. Yes, I was going to take my Moto Guzzi Rosa Corsa across the United States of America. And how did it do on the trip? Well, it didn't do the trip. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because somebody decided to turn left into me at the same goddamn intersection <laughs> where I was hit uh, early January this year yes. and thankfully i did not break my leg but the guzzi itself low sided on its left side so because the guzzi because it's guzzi it has the cylinder sticking out left side was totally broken like shifter peg foot peg all that kind of stuff 
and yeah that so that happened and that I, was how many days before the trip about seven yeah mm-hmm. so what did you end up riding so i ended up riding a suzuki v-strom wee-strom 650 uh 2005 across the country that i purchased literally three days before <laughs> the uh, start of the trip <laughs> literally <laughs> all i did was i changed i got road going tires i checked the brakes and it's like all right this is good let's good, go good enough that was, was that was good. a good that was a good it. choice. It was a great bike. Mm-hmm. That was a good choice to get. Was was was, was a good bike. Uh, we'll get back to that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, on the way out, anyone else encounter any um, issues? I mean, I didn't go on this trip, but when I did cross country, yeah. I had to add gorilla tape to my seat every three days. Uh, yeah. Mm. Once was, you once you put tape on your seat, you're you're committed. You're, you're in the tape cycle you're committed. for life, so, and you also will forever have sticky dark spots on your pants. True. Yep. This is true. So, so can I just say that we mm-hmm. started our trip? Henry and I launched from my place, and oh yeah, within oh what ten feet? Not even. Bike down, <laughs> fully loaded bike down. I oh, hear in my whose bike? My bike, Henry Strom. Oh, Henry, I dropped the bike. <laughs> I look in my mirror oh, and no. I just laugh like, well, "Yep, I know that." That's because our driveway is like ninety percent potholes and the other ten percent gravel. Yes, yes. Yeah. this is true. I tried to make I'm surprised I haven't dropped my bike yet. Uh, so I tried to funny. make a U-turn like, and then the weight was really awkward and shit. Oh. So I was like, "Oh." The, whoop. Down. On, on a bike you're not familiar with. Exactly. That happens yeah. very easily. So learning the bike. So mm-hmm. that, that's how we started. And then we started late because leaking, etc. But then there was a light. In fact, a shooting star as we left in the dark <laughs> <laughs> to head out to AMA Vintage Days uh, about a day later than we wanted to. You left two days later than me. Two days later than what? you. One day later than what we wanted. Mm-hmm. But we had intentions um, to meet up with racer Johnny Knowles for his birthday party in Sacramento. We made that by like two minutes. Wow. <laughs> it was like two minutes to midnight. What was it? El Salvadorians took care of him? In they the did, yeah. It was a party that we missed, but we we topped it off uh, with a good finale for him. Some tequila. This is right, and then uh, went on to Reno uh, after a family barbecue kind of thing. Where in Reno, at this fancy hotel, talking to the valet guy. Oh yeah, don't worry about that bedding. I took up what I needed, and I just had that feeling, you know. And what I have to say, listen to your gut. My bedding was gone in the morning. Mm-hmm. So Bex had a roll bag on the back seat of her bike that was the camping, her camping gear essentially. That was my sleeping uh, everything. Yeah, basically a blanket and a, and a, what was it, a thermo rest? Yeah. Anyway, besides the point, the the fact we had this awesome breakfast in Sacramento. The server was a writer. He was stoked on us. We were stoked on him. Then we go to Reno. We have this bad experience. The guy who comes to solve the problem is another writer, just random. His name's Skip. Uh, You're talking about the cop. Yeah, he, the, the, well, the hotel did, police. The hotel police. He, Twenty-eight years as a marine, rides Harley there. He was super cool. Helped us, helped us out, and then uh, we're back on the road. We had happened by CC Motor Cafe shop in Reno. Didn't know it was there, but we saw it. Oh wow! And then yeah, so when we finally got out of California, Nevada, dark again. We woke up to find where we camped, thanks to Isaac's recommendation of the freecampsites.net. Oh, yeah, the most primitive but useful website. (laughs) 
it yeah. was glorious. We woke up to the sunrise at Bonneville Flats, folks. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> so after that hard-on kind of went down a little bit, we rode off and we're trying to catch up with you, Liza. Didn't make it too far because I was a little too fast in that catch up in Lincoln, Nebraska, and a cop decided to pull us over on the 4th of July. Well, how, so how fast were you going? We were going 84 and a 65. No, we weren't. We were doing 64 <laughs> and a 65. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and he was concerned because it was a motorcycle going too slow. <laughs> Anyhow, that was another moment. And Wait, did you fortunately, get a, did you get to a the going too slow officer, ticket? Yes, we did. Oh. Not a full ticket, just a warning about going too slow. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, got you. And uh, through <laughs> Nebraska, we finally got out and into Iowa, where I found my first flyer, fireflies. Oh, yes. Yeah. We don't have fireflies here, do we? Lightning, lightning, lightning bugs. Lightning bugs. Over there. And that's a, that's at the what you call them down south. Yeah, yeah lightning bugs. In the north. And apparently yep. in the Midwest. They, they, they were lighting up the side of the highway, and then there was lightning, the storm chasing us, lightning in the background, and then fireworks on both sides of us. And we're riding our <laughs> motorcycles and through Iowa going... This is America. <laughs> on the 4th of July. <laughs> on the 4th of July. And this is running through Farmland so 2 with like red, red barns, picket fences, all that shit. Did you have to dodge any like DUI drivers? Actually, no. Uh, that, in July, fact, wow. when when we got pulled over, I was we just got out of Lincoln, Nebraska, taking a reprieve. And I bombed onto the freeway, didn't know what the speed limit was, started to slow down, talking to Henry, like, hey, we got to watch out. This is a drunk driver holiday. <laughs> blue lights <laughs> oh, yeah. like, no so he's way probably checking to see if you're no talking. yeah i look no she we end intercom i look in my mirror and there's a nebraska highway patrol right behind like tail like ass end right behind me and it's like oh officer morrison fuck so Oops. we I'm, yeah we move over to the side like maybe he just wants to get ahead of us look back in my mirror nope, nope. lights are on here it is yep. Yeah, so he was I, cool, I, but that's how that's how we started. Like all this I had is like, something <laughs> similar. What uh, happened to you on the way back? Blue light special. Yep. Before yeah. you tell your story, my flight went swimmingly well. <laughs> you didn't get Except, pulled over. Uh, no, there was a crying ass baby about three seats down. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, you, but you, that's just how it is. Sorry, yeah. nobody pulled you over for a random inspection. No, no, no. <laughs> there were other people with turbans who were. <laughs> You're not joking. Are are you? <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, fuck. The only um, issues I had with my bike going out <coughs> is when I was in Indiana, which, by the way, the entire state of Indiana is under construction. And it smells like piss. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, no, that's manure. That's manure. Uh, um, <laughs> but I noticed at one of my gas stops that, or no, it was when I was loading my bike in the morning, I noticed that the pannier one of the pannier mounts was cracked right mm. right i'm like Ooh. which and is it, a good thing to like look at your bike when you leave by yeah. the way i <laughs> uh, just happened to catch it. and it's got three mounting points but this is the top middle point that holds most of the weight so i had brought an extra strap just because you never know when mm -hmm. you need straps mm -hmm. box strap <clears throat> and i just strapped it up across the seat to the other one and just kind of had it like tied off just in case That'll be you know. fun. little extra lift kind of like a bra yeah. for your panniers <clears throat> well when i got to uh, indianapolis and i uh was unloading my bike i noticed it had cracked completely come oh. off and the strap was holding it on is it, uh, oh, it's, thank god is it rod or is it tubing that's that they broke off it's tubing tubing yeah mm. and um 
that's when I, I called Phil, who sent me over to his buddy Mike at Elite, Elite Motorsports in India. Indi- uh, sorry, no, Speedway Motorsports in Indianapolis. Uh, I mentioned that in the second half, but I just wanted to give another shout out to him because whenever you get a stranded biker coming through and they drop everything to take care of you, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and he was able to weld it all up. Get him a Diet Coke after Edward when he's done. <laughs> um, and he, uh, well, he does have an alley in the back, but he. Oh, <laughs> Andy's perfect. <laughs> um, Just as long as no, you and, and the well. this the, the California welds, special. The well's held. And I'm not sure why they broke if it was pre existing, because I bought the bike used and I know it's been down on, on dirt. Mm. Or um, I did notice that there's three mounting points and that the two ends, opposite ends, were hard to fit you had to really squeeze stuff together so it turns yeah. out the rack is like two inches or an inch longer than the mounting points Ooh, so everything was kind of, of pulled difference. in an inch mm. is a lot yeah. be well a the third mounting point so is the said. rear plastic fender so you can pull the fender uh, out to that point but gross. i think it was creating tension yeah and that'll stress the metal yeah <clears throat> so um but yeah thank you mike at speedway motorsports he did top job back on the road and after he welded it up your abs didn't fail no 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 <laughs> no he did a le- legit job he Not pulled everything high. off uh, <laughs> welded it up like painted it for me <laughs> wow Sweet. oh yeah oh, and uh mm-hmm. wow and i was able to make it to vintage days um thursday afternoon and i don't remember if we mentioned this in part two but it was really great um they open up According to the rules, they open up the campgrounds at 5 p.m. To, for the campers oh, yeah. to claim their spots. Mm. Well, I had requested, since we were speaking with the AMA, I had requested some camping spots for us. <clears throat> and even though it's unusual to go, like, rope it off, they did that. They went over and used the caution tape. <laughs> oh, and fantastic. <clears throat> They should have kept it there. Well, I got there at 4.45 on Thursday, and it was almost completely filled up. So that <laughs> that rule about we open at 5 was bullshit. Yeah. People have been getting there all day. <clears throat> and what the funny thing is, I had this giant camping spot. It was I asked for three spots because I thought it was like parking spaces. No. You got a Costco parking lot. I had like <laughs> 60 ginormous. feet. Six, yeah. Pretty huge, yeah. I had like 60 feet by 40 feet space with my little one-man tent. It's, it's pretty awesome. And, <laughs> and every guy who got who got there later in the day pulling up in like his mobile home would pull up. Fucking bitch, man. Get out you and like bitch. see this giant spot, you know, spot. And there was a sign on it said, reserve for Liza Miller yeah. and, the Ch- and Chickistan. Did you have to? And then you could see him go like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to arm wrestle anybody for a... Uh, who contended for the spot? It was no. wrestling only. No, but it's so awesome because most of the people weren't getting in until the next day, so we had to save the spot for everyone. Yeah, yeah. so you saved the spot for like was, the bus and film. But I, per, yeah, I purposely put my tent at the very back corner, so it looked <laughs> <laughs> like this giant space. So thanks to that's Serena at the AMA for doing that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> they hooked us up, man. I got a fifteen dollar uh, free food coupon. It's yeah, you did sweet. for doing nothing. For one slice I said of pizza. Two, I wound Phil up. That's all you need to do. I think I deserve at least something. <laughs> like you put the key in his, his own, back and twisted it. Yeah, you ask but, um, the right questions, he'll just like and take then off. No, no, no. You just ear. you just say you like carburetors. <laughs> yeah. So something something that was cool was um, 
So I got there Thursday night and I was hanging out with a bunch of Phil's guys and then I knew Friday people were going to be coming in and a lot of us were using this Glimpse app. G-L-Y-M-P-S-E. Glimpse. Mm -hmm. Yes. What, to find each other? mm Mm-hmm. To find each other. Yeah, see where everybody is. And so I was tracking. So I had Bex and Henry coming from the West Coast. I had Bagel, Anita, and Stephanie coming from Boston down. And then I had Tiffany coming from Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And I'm tracking everyone. And they're all kind of coming in from all different directions. And Phil's like, hey, let's let's go to the Mexican restaurant. Let's get some dinner. And I'm looking. I'm realizing everyone's going to be showing up pretty soon. So I start messaging everybody. Hey, go to this restaurant. So we all leave the campground to go to the restaurant. And we pull up. And within... 15 minutes everybody else arrived from every direction <laughs> like perfectly coordinated it was it was fantastic and we ride in we're like yay i think that was the our family's the, here and we're in ohio at mexican yeah a really good mexican, mexican restaurant. Restaurant. Oh, i was gonna it say how to compare to american uh, it's to really good. California. surprisingly it's well right. yeah uh-huh. it is different mexican but it was but, delicious um, it, was, it, was it just worked out really well yeah. and that was fun how that it's, coordinated it was a cool but it's a, it a good app to be able to track everyone to see it, everything coming in I, mm-hmm. I think that was like the best coordinated plans of that weekend i think <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. okay. Yeah, everything Pretty much. Gotta, yeah. Everything else is kind of, you know, everything chaos will, you know, after that. Yeah, it's, that's how that works. That's AMA, though. That's typical. <laughs> so. yeah. Um, and yeah, and uh, if you listen to part two, you'll get all of our stories and the great time we had. I think <clears throat> everyone wants to go again yeah. next mm-hmm. year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isaac, I think just from our stories, you probably want to go. Again. No, I mean, I want to I, go I this year take, too. You want to go? Next I wouldn't year. have any money for the rest of the year. So. After the country being on fire and riding a motorcycle. <clears throat> Wait, which part of it's on fire? All of it. Basically, all of it. All of it. <laughs> what? Other than California? <laughs> all of it. Not literally on fire. Sorry. It was like ninety to hundred degrees. It's just oh. very oh. hot. So oh, yeah. I thought you meant. Oh, oh. So I wanted to say too. It was very strange. The Thursday night, the first night at um, Mid Ohio, it was so hot and oh, muggy. Yeah. I like slept like spread eagle on top of my sleeping bag. You know, <laughs> ah, that's now you so know. What it, yeah. The next day, the next night, it rained. No, no, it's cold. It, was cold. it dropped like fifty degrees. Oh god, it was perfect. And I, I just on a whim, you know, when you're packing, trying to think of everything you might have, yeah. even though I knew it was going to be hot, I don't know why, but I threw long johns in just in case. Mm-hmm. I wore those long johns. She it was sported them so for cold like the, the next yeah. night. I'm not sure why you're pointing mm-hmm. at me. Do I remind you of long johns? No, I'm just saying, <laughs> yes, you know, when you, you try do. and think of what I used everything that I brought. I, I wore shorts and long Same johns. Here. Did you use it, your Torx, uh, Allens? You know what one of my favorite <laughs> things is? One of my favorite things to bring on long distance trips, whatever bag I'm going to put all my clothes in, I put in like something that smells good. Like, oh, I thought like, you were going to say flashlight. I mean, <laughs> I mean, flashlight. As, as long as it's attached <laughs> as nunchuck style with a rope. Exactly. <laughs> oh, his nunchuck Isaac's face. Yeah, we had nunchuck dildos. That was oh, great. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, good crew there. Lots of fun. Still so much to see. I, I felt like I was running around just trying to get get everywhere and see everything. Which is meet, impossible. Meet everyone. Mm-hmm. But a shout out to all the listeners that came up. It was really great to yeah. meet everybody. And I hope that they had as much fun as we did. Oh, and shout out again to Phil and Cleveland Moto and as well. And the crew. Yes. They were yeah. great. Johnny Chrome. <laughs> Even his son. He was like so cute. He was like, oh, you want something? Luke. Yeah. You want want a beer? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, th- thanks to all those guys for their hospita- hospitality and welcoming us there and uh, and showing us a great time. It felt it like, fantastic. I, for me, arriving, I've heard them. I, I feel like, ah, yeah, I know these people. And it was like, Oh, my brothers. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Well, thank you, yeah. Sleepy Sense, for letting me ride your fucking death. Oh, me too. Oh, yes. Me too. Me Wait, too. which one? Sorry yeah. if I stained it with the beer from all the <laughs> gravel and yeah, in people March, I You weren't the only one. Like yeah. <laughs> bike, was awesome. There was a green mini bike that Sleepy I heard Sinch about bought. this. Yes. <laughs> this thing had like a, what, like a 40 horsepower motor in it or something. Like oh, crazy. oh, yeah. That's it's cool. Quarter and, and throttle. Quarter turn throttle. And you just got on this thing and it was just like, whoa. What kind of engine was it? Like a Briggs & Stratton or yes. Something? yes. Something, yeah, some kind yeah. of. No, but there's yeah, also a mini bike with an H2 triple engine. Oh, yeah, we saw oh, shows up every year. That's, a, that's crazy. Like the ring a ding, two stroke, kill you. Yep. H2 uh-huh. triple. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like every H2. other wow. old man over one. 60 years old. Yeah, but I like to say that Sleepy Cinch had the touch with the beer cooler holder or the beer holder. There's like a koozie holder right there. Yep. Soda holder, whatever. <laughs> and uh, listen to part two and you'll hear about the not a ramp and the not a race. Yes. <laughs> so lots of good stories. Or the not a flaming burnout. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a flaming burnout. Uh, so much fun. But oh, yeah. I want to let's talk about the trip back because. Yeah. Um, the four of us left, Bex, Henry, Bagel, and I, Nock got on a plane. Hey, Nock, how was your flight back? Uh, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> a lift ride from Phil's shop to the airport was $12.79. <laughs> that is incredibly Rad. cheap. It is Rad. incredibly cheap, and I always feel bad when we go that distance for that amount of money, so I tip the guy like 100%. And the guy was, he rode too. He was, oh, nice. uh, uh, like he moonlights as a you know a lift driver, but he has a some kind of VTX something rather. Gerard was his name. Most chill dude. Cool. Yeah. Can awesome. I say one one more thing? That morning that was cold and crisp and wonderful. Yeah. My my setup was a hammock, which AMA Vintage Days is a field. Yeah, you were blocking our pea corner. No, I made the pea corner. <laughs> I made the privacy corner. Did you, did I, you kill I the tied, grass? Uh, no, if it's just If you pee on something enough, the grass dies. The, Ask me how I know. <laughs> Isaac. Well, I, I tied off to the bus and a truck with a hammock and woke up to some of the most beautiful sunrises with motorcycles as the foreground. How are the mosquitoes? It was beautiful. Yeah, Just to make too. this less romantic, how are the mosquitoes? None. None? Mosquitoes. What? Okay. Yeah. In, like, Ohio? It was cold yeah. enough. It was too cold. That, the cold front, no, yeah, the cold front that moved through must have killed them all. We were lucky. Yep, just that day. But we, the weather was good. It was a little hot. It was a little cold. And then it was a little perfect. Mm. Yep. And we had no rain. It was yeah. it was awesome. Good times. Got to tip feet in Lake Erie. Watch sunset there. Thank you, Phil. It was it was good, and but then I, we had to come back. I want to talk about the trip back because there a lot happened on the trip back, and <laughs> I noticed there's a difference when you're going out. There's more like excitement and like you know I just want to get there. And <laughs> yeah. Coming back though, you're like, Ugh, I have to go back. Mm-hmm. It's over. There's a completely different energy. It's a different struggle. Though bagel, yeah, had a com. A, pl- a different plan. I had a mission. He had a mission. Yeah, my trip, he was on it. Yeah, my my. Uh, it was not over for me at that point. Not by not not in the least, um, because I decided since 
this is a very long straight stretch coming west from cleveland i figured this is a perfect opportunity to do another iron butt <laughs> and since i'd already done the um the saddle sore 1000 before on my gts uh, vespa gts i figured you know that's a long enough distance you know that's just flat and straight i could do a 1500 bun- mile bun burner Iron butt. Because he likes and, to do butt stuff. And, well. Come on. <laughs> Just iron butt stuff. Iron butt stuff. Iron butt stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, tomato. so I, I decided to plan a route, figured out you know how I could do it, and figured from Cleveland to Rock Springs, Wyoming is like 1,550 miles and change. And it's, it's basically a straight line and flat. Yep. Straight line and flat. Basically I, a straight line and flat. Mother of God. And I figured, yeah. what the hell? You know, it's a perfect opportunity. I've got a long way to go, and I need to get there quick. And, um, you know, I wanted wanted to do this. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And uh, I planned out the route, uh, made reservations at a hotel along the way to stop at, and uh, set out uh, early in the morning on uh, Tuesday morning. And rode 1,075 miles that day, uh, ending Damn. up in uh, North, Pratt, North Platte, Nebraska at, uh, I think, just around midnight or so, a little after midnight. <laughs> and uh, got, got uh, well, actually, it was, no, it was after midnight. It was, I think it was like like one thirty two in the morning. It was pretty late. Um, but I, I did my 1,075 because I wanted to do another 1,000-mile uh, 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 saddle sore 1000 within the 1500 just in case i didn't make it the all 1500 oh just in case just in case so so i get to yeah i did 1075 miles it in in that day got to sleep for about two hours woke up at like five in the morning got up got all my shit together had some breakfast and then hit the road at like 6 45 and uh did another 475 miles that day to rock springs wyoming to complete the iron butt 1500 yeah and also right complete Do it. the Do contiguous it. states on oh, your yes bike? Uh, yes and i con- completed riding that bike through 49 of the 50 states plus dc on this trip um and wyoming was state number 49 hell Um, yeah and before before i left on this trip i had 42 states on that bike so so now i have one state left and that's hawaii aloha so hawaiian and uh, puerto rico (laughs) the funny thing absolutely yeah funny thing is we were leapfrogging each other yeah and we so, saw this on glimpse by the did way. you see it because yeah, yeah. <laughs> i left the day before yep to get a head start but i only got about 90 miles away before i started getting sleepy oh i think just the whole weekend caught oh, up yeah. with me yeah. it catches mm-hmm. up with you and i was like yeah yeah, yeah I, I gotta get off the road and it was hot through the midwest oh my Ooh. god yeah. so i just pulled off the road and got a hotel and in the morning i got up and i see that bagel had passed me yep. <laughs> So uh, I was like trying to catch up to him, and I'm and I'm <laughs> watching on the 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 glimpse app. Well, I'm doing like you know 92, and he's doing like 72, and I'm figuring out he was like 15 minutes ahead of me, but I knew it was going to take hours <laughs> to right, catch up to catch up because I wasn't stopping because he wasn't stopping. <laughs> they so and he can go further on a tank than you by a lot. Yes, and I was I was trying, I was trying. Oh, although, um, although I, was keeping, then, I was keeping my my stops to about 175 to 200 miles but then i noticed he took a northern route this was up in ohio right uh it, no it was in uh, illinois illinois i cut a little bit north he went up north and i even messaged him like oh where are you going and 
I was like, well, that's the route that I planned. And 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 I, look, I went I went back and looked, and you were right. It was a little bit out of the way. It was a lot out of the way. And I don't know. I don't even know why that happened. But I I stopped at. I did my lunch stop there, and it was it was a great Italian bistro that mm. I stopped at. And I I made I made plans. I called them the day before and said, hey, I'm doing this crazy long distance motorcycle ride. Can I put an order in now and then call you when I'm gassing up before I stop by for lunch so you can get it ready and it'll be ready as soon as I get there? And they're like, yeah, we can do that. So I put mm-hmm. my order in. I, I called them when I stopped for gas. Ten minutes later, I was at the restaurant. I'm like, hey, I'm here, ready for lunch. I'm like, all right, here, take you to the table. I sat down, went, to, put my stuff down, went to use the restroom, came back. My food was on the table. And I wolfed it down and then packed up uh, and then hit the road again. I Animal. Was, it was like pit stop style lunch. That's what was the what was the restaurant called? What did you eat? And what town is it in? Uh, it was uh, Brio Tuscan Grill, I believe the name was, and nice. I think it was Lombard, Illinois, if I remember correctly. So here's the funny thing: he cuts up north, and I'm like, I don't know where he's going, so I'm just gonna keep going on 80. Yeah. And I pulled over, I don't know, somewhere to get gas, and then I went to like an Arby's or something, just had lunch, <laughs> did like oh, caught up hungry on, enough? you know, caught up on like some like Facebook and I'm emails. So just took my time because I figured, ah, whatever. <laughs> get back on the road, and he's still up there. And I take off, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. He's now he's behind me. Mm-hmm. So I pulled over at a rest stop <clears throat> because it was so hot. And and again, it's so really dangerous hot. to ride when you're hot. Mm-hmm. I pulled over to rest stop to cool down, and he, it's I waited for half an hour. <laughs> and he was at zero miles per hour, right? Yeah, it scared me too, Bagel. I know. Well, you know what? It probably was the fact that I didn't have good cell phone coverage, mm-hmm. and my glimpse wasn't able to update because I had no data that it was sending. So, so it was probably just registering. I told nothing. him, "Hey, I'm up the road. I'm at a rest stop. I'll wait for you." And I'm outside, standing on my bike, and I see him <laughs> go by. I'm like, motherfucker! Motherfucker! I throw my helmet, throw my jacket, I take off, and I'm like, chasing him again. Like, God, oh, wait, you gotta it. make the right noises. <laughs> but I did finally catch up. I, I kept pressing the intercom until I was in range. I'm like, I'm behind you. <laughs> yep. So um, we, we see Stop them on the glimpse, like, 82 80 78 82 80 back and forth yep so yeah we had we had a good day riding and then there there there's a certain point i'm like well peace out well (laughs) well, we stopped first we stopped for dinner yeah we had a nice uh, dinner in uh, des moines iowa Mm -hmm. met met up with uh, my friend brian who i met on the cannonball oh nice and uh had a uh, nice german dinner at his german restaurant over there she owns a german restaurant well no he doesn't he just met us there oh okay what'd you uh, get uh, i had um, some uh sausages and and uh, and vegetables i think uh it was good and uh, yeah, then kept going, and I, I pushed German pushed food. through to North, North Platte, Nebraska that and, night. So. But Bagel had discovered that his rear rack was cracked. Yes, before mm-hmm. I got to the the dinner spot, I had, <laughs> I pulled over. Uh, I forget to, to just to adjust something. I forget what was going on. So it's no longer an iron butt when it cracks. Well, it's not no longer a a, a solid rack anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So he but, had a strap, an extra strap. Yep. Oh, good. It just and, shows extra straps. Yeah, and, and to I be called, clear, this rack is supporting a four-gallon auxiliary gas tank. Right? Yes. yes. Inside my oh. top case. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that and the abuse that that rack had taken over several years, mm-hmm. well, probably five years of uh, worth of abuse uh, with a top uh, case, or a, t- a tour tank in the top case, um, I was impressed that it actually held up that long. <laughs> so, and I also asked 
Brian to bring some clamps with him, with him like hose some clamps. hose clamps, uh, mm. because the way it was cracking it was like cracking sideways around the rear supports that go back to the top case. Mm. So I figured if I could clamp those those lateral cracks in place, that would help it from spreading. And uh, so I put on two of the clamps on either side of where where it was cracking the worst, and that held me through to the end of the the iron butt. Getting things done. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> but Bagel was also having overheating problems. Yes. So he had to go really? slow. Yeah, because my uh, when I when I had changed my uh, well on the cannonball, <clears throat> if you remember, <clears throat> I was having overheating issues. Yeah. Because my my coolant was too concentrated, so I <clears throat> oh, right, dumped right. it, put water oh, in, yeah. water water, and that seemed to bring it under control. Um, but then when I changed my uh, had to swap out my reservoir afterward because it had cracked, I put regular coolant back in. 50-50, and that was just not enough for for the heat that we were riding through. So when I was mm. wide open, you know, it was it was starting the the fuel the temperature gauge started creeping up above the middle. Okay. So I had to back off a little bit to keep it from getting too hot. And um, so so after after the iron butt was over, um, I. Um, well, I, well. First of all, after the iron butt was over, I got my rear rack welded up so that my top case and tour tank wouldn't fall off. Hmm. Uh, also figured out because I was having a fuel flow issue as well, where my spare tank wasn't flowing properly into the main tank, and it turns out that the vent line from my main tank to the spare tank had gotten kinked uh, because when I replaced my top case, I had to shorten the hose because I had to cut it off. It wouldn't couldn't get it off of the it's fitting. It's amazing you completed this bun burner yeah. with all these issues. So I got a, I got a new fuel line in Rock Springs, Wyoming, when I had my rack welded up put that all back together the fuel flow started working properly again so you got your rack welded up in the middle of the bun burner no no this is afterwards this is the day after the the clamps got me through the bun burner and then the next morning i went and got it welded up before i left uh left wyoming where'd you get it welded up uh it was yeah r&m welding in rock springs those guys were johnny on the spot they didn't even charge me for the job i was like oh my god you guys are awesome so i went out and got him a box of donuts and brought it back and gave it to him i did that with guys in chicago who helped me with my fork springs nice or my my fork seals yeah Cool. Yeah. Sports car place. You weren't the only one with fuel delivery problems. This is true. Yeah. So um, you had gone ahead and I had uh, stayed the night. I don't remember where. But (laughs) it was hot. It was very hot. I, you know, I was just taking my time. So I get back on the road and I was in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, just be bopping along at a good clip, and suddenly my bike lost power. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Oh, power. Yeah, that's not a good feeling. Um, <clears throat> it. I found that it was. It hadn't. Didn't die completely. I could idle it. I can give it a little bit of throttle. But I basically put my flashers on, got in the breakdown lane, and started limping in along. It, it was definitely. It felt just like it was running out of gas. So I was just in the breakdown lane and managed to keep kind of uh, throttling up, feathering the clutch, you know, just keep pushing it up, go for it, do it again. And uh, sometimes uh, just I could, if it was downhill, I could get it up to sort of speed. Managed to get it 10 miles that way to a gas station. Where I thought maybe I got bad gas, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a lot thing. of ethanol use out there. It's a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's corn country. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I filled it up with non-ethanol 
gas. They had some? Which they have. It was amazing. You had to take a photo. Yes. I took a photo. Yeah, for all the, the corn, there's also a like lot of people out there who are picky about their gas. Real yeah, gas. Like the classic cars. It was unadulterated. And I took off, and the bike was running great. I got it back up. I was doing like 90, just cruising through the cornfields oh, and such. And about 50 miles out. Same thing again. Dude, Nebraska was like that for me, too, by the way. So here's the thing, though. It was really hot. So the bike starts just dying again, acting like it's running out of gas, but I know I've got gas. Pull off the freeway, <clears throat> and I'm like, hmm, See, what's I going on? Wait, were you at that point? Were you right? in the middle of bumfuck nowhere when this bumfuck happened? Bumfuck nowhere. Oh. Not a building in sight. <laughs> that's terrible. And it was very hot. Very hot and sunny. Oh, yeah, Nebraska at this, that day was about 96, 92, 96. Yeah, and this was like And it was 85% yeah. humidity. It was, it was terrible. So I realized uh, there's nothing I can do here on the side of the road, and it's not safe for me to stay here. So I kept going, and I just kind of kept limping it along limping it along mm. and i get uh i don't know another like 10 miles or something and i pull off because there's a uh, freeway um underpass mm. so i get off into the shade where i'm i'm okay and i call phil and i explain everything that's going on it's not overheating it's acting like it's running out of gas but i can idle it and i can rev it up uh, but as soon as there's a load on it mm. he says well you got a fuel delivery problem mm -hmm. So it's probably a pump, injectors, filter, something like that. I'm like, yeah. You know, it's that point where you make the decision. Do you go on and possibly harm your bike? No. God, that's, or do you stay decision. there in the heat in mm -hmm. the middle of nowhere and try and get help? And there's not much of a decision I had, there, Liza. I even though my phone call went through to him as soon as I checked all the bars disappeared on my phone no. and I was like oh, okay nope <clears throat> I gotta keep going I managed to in total I this got this bike 100 miles like that wow dang it, including the 50 where it was running Thank good goodness, but, it's flat. so I had to go like another 30 miles to a city um, and I have to say the lovely people of Sydney Nebraska that would be a town that's uh, a town that's a town <laughs> uh, very helpful I pulled into a truck stop I said is there any chance there's anyone in town who might be able to look at injectors on a motorcycle well let me make a call for you Aww. and he called there used to be a guy who had a motorcycle shop who was retired but sometimes he went down there to tinker and he was in Aww. so he's like i got a lady here got a motorcycle in distress got a big lady yeah, yeah. <laughs> send her on down so i limped the bike Tall down lady. into town and it was a little honda shop and it had Aww. pictures of like CT90s nice. on the wall and stuff. Oh. A little old shop. And he had a bunch of old gold wings in the old showroom and just stuff everywhere. Oh, you right? found a gem. Like old bell helmets sitting around. Hmm. Uh, real nice guy. Um, except he didn't let me come in the shop. He's like, well, start taking stuff off. He had me working on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. That was a white sidewalk against a white building in the middle in of the heat. And I was dying. So I'm taking the seat off him and he, and he comes out and he's just, well, Where's your pet cock? Oh, there you go. I said, oh, oh this doesn't goodness. have a pet cock. 
and he starts scratching his head. <laughs> and I pulled out my phone and started looking up U-Haul. Yeah. He's like, well, where's the carburetor? <laughs> like, he's like, I'm really sorry. I don't think I can help you with this. Yeah. Like, he had no clue. Yeah. None. <laughs> well, it's pre-injector days, you know. Uh, right. A KTM? You're right. No what idea. Is that? That's why so, um, she wasn't allowed in the shop. So I looked up uh, KTM USA to find local dealers, and I did find one in Nebraska, and I called them up, and they're like, we just sell dirt bikes. Oh, shit. We have no idea how to work on that thing. Huh. Next nearest KTM dealership, Loveland, Colorado, 155 eh. miles away. Mm. But, it's actually a lovely town, too. But I found in in. Sydney, I found a U-Haul and I found a, a Napa across the street to buy straps. And then I drove back to the motorcycle shop where uh, the motorcycle owner and uh, the shop owner and another guy who was on the sidewalk had pulled out a ramp and helped me load it up. Sweet. <clears throat> cool. And I was in air conditioning and on the way to Colorado. Ah, that worked out. Jealous. That was the day that we made 300 miles that felt like a thousand. Mm. Yeah, it, it was, was so Hot. It was it was really. We were rough. coming from Ohio. Was it uh, Missouri? We went to, a little south. We went yeah. no. Missouri. We Missouri did, to Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. We and it was 102, Oof. and the humidity was so high that eventually the rainstorm hit, and for the next almost three hours, I was drenched, wet leathers, wet boots, mm. all of that. Till we got to St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, this was a storm that lasted 15 minutes, but drenched us that much. (laughs) And it pelted us, and people were swerving. It was the guy at the truck stop that we stopped. Don't you? I suggest you go this route. So and so, and we're like, we'll make it through, and we Mm. did. And this is me on a new, by the way, a new front tire. Oh yeah, that's that we haven't gotten there, but how new? Yeah. Brand new. New, new. Like less than 50 miles? Yes. Well, uh, no. no. New in Cleveland. That, this, <laughs> it was so new it had in been Cleveland. scrubbed. Yeah. Yeah. No, this tire yeah. was... A, 100 miles say, scrubs it. Yeah, 100 miles This recommended it. was 300 mile, and I was at maybe 200, 250, and it was, I had some squirrely shit. That, was, mm. it, that tire, I recommend like 400, 500 mile scrub. What, are they lubing it, the tire mold with lithium or something? I have like, no idea... But that w- it was an interesting experience. What t- what's the tire? It Dunlop. was a Dunlop Road King, I think. Things to avoid. So um, yes. <laughs> I got to Loveland, and uh, I was there first thing in the morning. And uh, you know, of course, they said, "Yeah, well, we don't we don't have a filter for your bike here. We don't know. Well, we'll take a look, see what we can do. Yeah, I got some other stuff I got to get done first. So I'm like, no problem. I'm going to be sitting right here." In the middle of your store. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, shit, we got to get these things done now. (laughs) But let me tell you, this place, Elite Motorsports in Loveland, Colorado, is the bomb. They are KTM, Husqvarna, and Alta dealers. Cool. Alta? Alta. Really? They have electric Altas there. Damn, They said they're, like, tied for top-selling Alta dealers. Wow, go Alta. Out of the two? There's uh, more than that. Hopefully. But, um... So they were like legit for like backcountry dirt riding, adventure riding, all of yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. A lot of that stuff over there. Um, oh, yeah. Really cool. So I had a good time just sitting there looking at bikes mm. the whole time. But um, even though they said they didn't have a filter, they realized that they did have a fuel pump kit for an adventure 990 that mm-hmm. has the filters. And so 
The pump and filters for my uh, these bikes in 990s is in the tank. Yeah, which my, is why nobody could help me out with this. So it's you've got basically a filter before the pump. Yeah. You have a filter before the pump yeah. and like a filter. There's a filter after the there's pump. There's actually too, right? two filters, yeah. I have the exact same thing. Yeah. But yeah. mine's really easy to take out. So um yeah, they had to drain all the gas, do all that. They took it off and uh they sh- they got it fixed pretty fast, had me up and running pretty fast in the morning. So I was really oh, so wow. appreciate that. They just replaced the filter. So they stole some filters the- out of another bike uh pump kit and they showed me and it's two Aww. filters. One is a round filter, it looks like a tiny like oil filter, but the other one looks like a like a colostomy bag it's like a pouch <laughs> yeah like and a that one pouch. had like debris in it mm-hmm. and they said yep we see it all the time some of these like mom and pop gas stops in nebraska they have yep. old tanks mm-hmm. and if they're getting down to the bottom of it you're just getting all this like chunks of just all the dust rust and, dirt. and stuff in your gas. So I hear Phil laughing in my idea. head right now. Yeah, by the way, listen to Cleveland Moto if you listen to this podcast. So what if you put like a, a sort of a, a, so a I know what gas you're thinking. pump condom? So I've seen they do make <laughs> they them do. for KTMs. Oh, and yeah? it is, it almost looks like a like dust, a net bag. It looks like, like a net, almost like a dust buster filter that drops down th- into the top of your gas cap. Kind of nice. like a female condom for a motorcycle. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. So I've seen they do <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, even though, you know, it was kind of an expensive thing. It's fix, true. Like it probably the, looks just like a female condom. Yeah. Right? So, the, like, the filters no. are like 100 bucks, and the labor was 100 bucks. That's not bad. But it was worth it because it did not mess up the injectors or the pump. Mm-hmm. And I was able to keep the bike running and get myself to civilization. Yep. You got that bike back here. Do you think if you yeah. kept limping it, well, you said there was a bunch of traffic, so but if you here's kept the, limping the it further had, without the traffic, would had, it have fucked the injectors? I don't know. It couldn't get to the injectors. Okay, but, that's good. So the filter would have held. I couldn't have continued uh, because there was so much construction and they were down to one lane each direction with this no breakdown lane. Yeah. Indiana, right? In No, this Nebraska? was Nebraska. Okay. And I would not be able to do more than like 25 miles an hour up the hill. With no breakdown lane and trucks, it would yeah. have been no, dangerous. No, yeah. So I made the right decision at the right, right time and yep. found the right people to help me. So that was really cool. And I was able to continue the journey trying to catch up to Bagel. Yep. Isn't it amazing how things On end a up working out like that? Yeah. Hey, Bagel, don't you and have some stories? I, I've also, well, I, I didn't finish my coolant issue story. Um, that uh, ended up, well, I was going uh, from, after I finished the, the Iron Butt in Wyoming, I rode through Utah where it was super hot once again, especially Salt Lake City was like 100 degrees. That was that was brutal. Uh, and my bike was overheating. So I figured, all right, I've got to do something about this. And uh, the when I got to uh, Nevada, uh, I decided, all right, I've, well, I, I spent I spent the night in Wendover, Utah, um, went through Nevada, and Nevada was hot as hell, just like Utah was, mm-hmm. and I got to Winnemucca, mm-hmm. Nevada, and I decided, you know what, I really should do something about this this coolant, and I, I figured, all right, this is looks like it's a big enough town that I can probably find a place where I could you know, dump my coolant, put some water in, and get some water wetter, and hopefully that will do 
do the trick. So I rode into town, and, and it was about 11 o'clock. I figured, you know what, it's a little bit early, but I, I could use a lunch stop. So I found this little Mexican restaurant, stopped there, had, had lunch. Um, then went down to the auto parts store, got some water, water, went to the grocery store, got some water, and passed a motorcycle shop along the way. I'm like, I bet you I could go there and, and uh, change my coolant. So went back there, rode in, talked to the guys, and told them what was going on. He's like, yeah, sure, just pull around back by the shop, and uh, we'll give you a pan. You can dump the coolant and uh, be on your way. So I dumped the coolant, um, filled it, put everything back together, put it, put the water in and some water wetter, uh, and then went to start the bike up to check, you know, make sure everything was circulating and check the levels, and the bike just went, wouldn't start. Oh, what boy. the fuck? The bike yeah. was just, I just, I just rode this bike all yeah, day boy. and was riding around town. It was just fine. And I'm like, all right, what the hell's going on? And check the kill switch. Kill switch is, you know, on and off. Still number one. Good job. Yep. Nothing. Still, still wouldn't start. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm welcome to Honda land. I yeah. found gold wings that were taken out by their own kill switch. Right. And then looked, looked inside the engine compartments to see, okay, maybe the spark plug came loose and I'm mm-hmm. checking the cap and it's a little bit loose, but it was, it was on there tight. And I, you know, but I wiggled it around tried starting it still nothing and then i'm looking around and i notice that the wiring harness connector between the stator and the main harness was fried it had oh, melted sure. and because it was fucking and hot. this happened it was, it was and this hot, happened while you were at a motorcycle shop exactly it happened, well it must have actually it happened on the way to the shop um vespa gts's have a a weak link in that exact connector right there where uh, they have a habit of rubbing against the frame. I think it's the wire going right next to the connector rubs on the frame. And when it shorts out, it causes heat and that heats up the connector and melts through and then you're not getting any more charging into your system. So I think what happened is that it, it shorted out, uh, ran the voltage in the battery down enough that it wasn't producing enough of a spark to start the bike. Mm. So, um, hmm. so the... Um, I so I, was, I went to the guy at the shop. I was like, I've got a bigger problem. <laughs> I've fried my wiring harness. Is there any chance you'd have some electrical tools to to patch it up and splice some wires in there for me? And he's like, Yeah, let me go see what I got. And he kind of took a look at the wiring and he went back and brought some wires out of the right the right gauge with some connectors and a a really nice um, uh, wire stripping tool. I bought one. Yeah, we went in and just snip snip snip, snip yes. and uh, and uh, pinched the connectors on and started back, but started up the bike ran just like normal so so, you, so i said this said thank you so much you guys are my lifesaver crisis averted because if this had happened just 10 miles down the road yes in the desert right <sighs> exactly this is the middle of the nevada desert on a whim i just decided <clears throat> to stop in this town and and, and take care of my coolant, and that's when it went out on me. Yeah. So you had the true the Italian bagel. motorcycle and, and, experience, and, right? And I was already at the motorcycle shop, so you know, so I didn't need to get towed or anything. I was right there, and they were able to fix it. And I was so super lucky. He charged me like twenty five bucks to fix it. <laughs> oh and, wow! Yeah, and, and what is the name of this shop? Yeah, this the shop is uh, Sonoma Cycle in Winnemucca, Nevada. Oh, so thank you. I, I can't recommend those guys enough. They were absolutely Johnny on the spot and totally took care of me Moda so. angel yeah so anybody who's in the area please go visit sonoma cycle and they will take great care of you give them your money yes. so <laughs> i was watching him on glimpse and i was like an hour behind you at this point yeah i'm trying to catch up yeah but um and i'm like sending you texts like <laughs> i'm gonna dump my coolant wait i got a bigger problem now <laughs> but i had had some problems myself in the 
It was, yeah, Utah, Nevada. Yeah, Utah, Nevada. Um, you really have to pay attention to your gas gauge. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> when you're riding what? through the desert, absolutely. So I had taken a little bottle. Uh, it fits like a quarter of a gallon of gas. Yeah, it looks like about a quart. Right. Um, and I, at one point, I'm like going through like Bonneville Salt Flats and I'm like, oh, my gas gauge came, gas light came on. Like, oh, I wasn't even paying attention. Like I was just in the groove. Right. And like, oh shoot. And then I see a sign that's, you know, I know I can do like 25 miles when my gas light comes on. I see a, oh my a God, sign that it? says 35 miles next gas i'm like oh wait but bonneville has its own gas station i was past it mm. and you didn't want to turn around uh, mm. yeah it's, it's yeah so um, I've, i mean i've been there but i'm like i did the math. bagel was in front of her yeah i did the math and I, I had that yeah. bottle of gas so i poured it into the tank to give me the extended range and i made it to the gas gas station hallelujah it was a little bit of a lesson learned did you run out and then use the bottle or you just dumped the bottle no i just dumped it in oh. just to add to would have so been cool to see how you could go how many gallons well, of your tank? oh but I no running this, out on fuel I know injectors this is because terrible. i did terrible, run out of terrible. gas in champaign illinois testing that right yeah running running out of gas on fuel injectors is really bad for them isn't it uh it can be mm-hmm. but um i did run out of gas in champaign uh, as i came to an exit that had a gas station and a hotel at the bottom this is convenient. i was like hey i'm done <laughs> The first so, time I ever um, ran out of gas, it was like so, 20 yards from a gas station. I don't know how I let that happen, but uh, you know, my rule was if I have more than 100 miles on that tank and I see a gas station, stop. Even though I know I can go like 100 and it was anywhere from 130 to 160 before my gas light came on, depending hour. upon the wind <laughs> that I'm going into, right? Yeah. Oh, Just the, the wind. wind. Like your big oh adventure my God, bike we talked wind. about the wind. The we wind was headwinds. brutal. Oh, my God, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. You had an yeah, uh, eastbound we, we headwind. Had, Oh yeah, it was brutal wind. So um, I'm just bebopping along, and it happens again. My gas light comes on. I'm like, shit! How did I let that happen? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, so I know I can do like, you know, like 25, and then my bottle gets me another. I don't know, 10 or 15, maybe, right? But I see a sign that says like next gas stop like 65 miles or something like that and i'm like shit yeah (laughs) and i do the i do the math like i'm gonna come up 30 miles short so that's a long way to push your bike did you reduce your speed to like 55 at all well i did i reduced it down to like 70 (laughs) (laughs) what that's a big difference i reduced it down and i'm like trying to figure out what are my options what are my options (laughs) and i went about 10 miles um on on you know on the reserve it's called you know with the light on yeah and i'm i there's no way i'm gonna make it and i'm thinking should i call bagel and, have and, him bring and, gas and you didn't have a backup bottle full of gas anymore right no i i put that bottle in and it didn't last very long yeah and i'm just watching the miles ticking off and i'm like what am i gonna do what am i gonna do because there are mile <laughs> markers so i pulled into a rest stop and i thought maybe there's somebody here i see a lot of like campers and rvs and yeah. stuff yeah. maybe there's somebody the here with a gas nope nobody had gas so i just pulled over into a shady spot and i just thought um, what am i gonna do and i had an idea I just waited. 
<laughs> I waited for her prey with, with <laughs> until siphon in hand. I saw a big rig coming yep. up the freeway. Mm-hmm. It got was it. a UPS double truck, oh. and I quickly started the bike and I took off and I pulled in right behind him, merged in right behind him. Oh, you fucking drafted him? Nice. I drafted him for 30 miles. Wow. Hell yeah. And Holy by the way, shit. that is so <laughs> what fun and scary at on, the same on time. Empty, what speed was 72 he? miles per hour. Yeah. I drafted him. That's so And I'm watching, like, I've so got, cool. I got 10 more miles to go. How oh, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Like, normally I'd get, like, 25 miles on it. I had, I was at, like, 50 miles with the oh, gaslight on. No, I totally get it. Playing with your, playing the, like, gaslight roulette is, like, crack. Oh, yeah. yeah. So exciting. No, I, did. I, <laughs> I did that the other day on the way back from 17, and, I, and I, like. Oh, 17, really? And when yeah. you're drafting. When I, you're, I had, like, a, a pint left at the end. When you're great. drafting behind a truck like that. I said it's like being bitch slapped by angels because yes. you're just your yep. head is just being mm-hmm. popped around back and forth all over the place. Also, if they if they you stomp get, the brakes, you're just dead. Oh, I'm dead. You got to get closer <laughs> to the bumper. Uh, was, <laughs> the there, there is a zone where you don't feel that, but it's a yeah. zone where where you're, you do not want to be. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's it's zone. called the and, decapitation and zone. I, I'm looking right. at my GPS and it's like two miles to to the town. I'm you're like, like, I can push it that far. Oh, I'm getting so close. I hope I make it. I hope I make it. I'm just like holding i'm just holding <laughs> and here comes the exit i'm like yes i hope i make it like off the exit right and i'm like where's the gas station where's the gas station there's a stop sign i don't care just keep going yeah, yeah and i like post yeah. through and it's just like two blocks away and i like get it to the gas station and i get off and it's that feeling of relief yeah <laughs> congratulations you got 90 miles uh, to the gallon on a and my five gallon tank i filled it up with 5.02 gallons mm-hmm. wow of Yes. What you were on fumes, including literally. the including the the bottle? No, wow. Five point oh two went in the holy tank. shit. You were on empty. <laughs> I was on empty. Mm-hmm. Man, wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a fuel fun time with fuel as well. Fuel fun we're, time. Well, because um, <laughs> with a larger uh, displacement engine, typically you don't get a good fuel economy. And every time we're pulling in, so Henry is That's was a 650 V-Strom. That's not that no, big. No, no, wait. Yeah. So and, and I'm on my 955i, my Triumph. And we go in. He's like, 3.42 gallons. I'm like, 3.0. And then we're going uh, like uh, four point five gallons, and I'm like, mm, not uh, three point nine. He's like, what the fuck? Well, you were you were like ripping a, a V twin open pretty wide, weren't you? Yeah. They don't like to be ripped open very wide. No. It's like mm-hmm. a single, still, it's like how yeah. single cylinders suck gas if you if you rev them up too high. But still, she's on a basically leader bike, getting like high forties for uh, gas mileage. Yeah, it's made yeah. for high RPM. Like my Wait, my well, bike doesn't like gets the exact same mileage at like sixty five and eighty five. Well, like like it's it doesn't once once you get it up to like five thousand RPMs, when it, it we doesn't really change mileage. Like, had full like hundred percent fuel, no ethanol added. I had over or fifty point something miles to the gallon wow for a a near full liter bike and i think that it is a testament to keeping your throttle wide open 
I mean, it says something about, yeah, Or just maybe consistent and flat. Yeah, no acceleration and deceleration, steady throttle. Although I had plenty of acceleration and deceleration. Actually, this was in Colorado, too. So high altitude, and it was really hot, too. So that probably added to the fuel economy as well. But, Henry, your bike is is carbureted or fuel injected? Fuel injected. So you're both fuel injected. Yeah. Yeah. 650 versus 955. You use more gas because you were using... No, no. Because there's less air. Less Mm -hmm. less gas. Uh, But but the other thing, too, is that your leader bike is probably running at a lower RPM than the V-Strom was. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, So it was... It was, it was not pushing the, the the fuel consumption nearly as hard as the V-Strom. Yeah, I was, I, I was at like 5,500, 6,000. Oh, okay. I was probably about 6,000. Yeah, the way. like yep. 84 miles per hour or something Nerd like that. I managed to get 50 miles a gallon out of my, my ST once. Oh, we I saw went like a dude. 55 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, I told you. you. We saw a dude with 270,000 miles on his ST1100. <sighs> Only have 100,000 miles to go to get to that. <laughs> he he was so stoked. Oh, he years. was the coolest dude ever. Too. Yeah, yeah. He made friends with Zach too, by the way. Oh, so God, I'd love to meet that guy. AMA, awesome. Speaking Hopefully of John um, with the ST with two hundred and seventy thousand miles will come and make it to the West Coast like he is hoping please to. Please do, John. That'd be awesome. You know what? I would have loved. I w- I, I should have gone because it would have been great if like all you guys with the nice bikes had problems and my ST made the whole way. <laughs> yeah, which it probably. Hey, would've. my bike was flawless <laughs> the whole way. Bex, you heard that? He called your bike nice. My <laughs> okay, I take that. Back. <laughs> she has reflective uh-huh. eyelashes, so she's um, gorgeous. So speaking of the with wind, with the new bikes, the, with the uh, new bikes, the wind was brutal. I think Wyoming yeah. was bad. I Wyoming's know bad. coming yeah. Wyoming coming out, coming out, Nebraska. coming on the way out. I was you know testing things out, and I want to see what it felt like to stand up on my bike at a hundred <laughs> miles an hour. Don't no, that's a, such a bad idea. Oh, no, God. it was fine. I did it. I, bagel saw. I spent a lot of time on the freeway standing up. Oh yeah. god! I I accidentally no put my hand out at hands? about ninety-five. No, with hands the other on the bike. Oh, okay. okay, but it was quite comfortable. But going back, the wind was so strong. There was a point where I was doing ninety was all I could do, and it didn't matter if I was at half throttle or full throttle. It made no difference. There was no more right. power in my nine ninety to get me through that wind any no faster than ninety. Right, because nothing. Because in the west, the winds are blowing west to east through yeah. Nevada and Utah. So when when you were coming out and standing up hundred miles an hour, you had to winds pushing yeah. you and coming back you're going right into a headwind yeah it was now, brutal now the winds in nebraska those are crosswinds those, those are, are coming terrible. up those are scary yeah oh, those my, will we blow had you off the road i got 50 mile an hour uh headwind or yeah. crosswinds it was like advisory advisory mm-hmm. henry's yep. all bex bex uh and i'm like just crouch low we lean got this lean into, yeah, lean into it lean, i had to yeah. do that so when i was crossing wyoming when i first yeah. when i first came out here i was like in a crosswind a steady crosswind coming mm-hmm. up from the south mm-hmm. for like two hours yeah and that fucking sucked yeah and the right side of your tires are getting worn away yeah Uh, well they were michelin commander twos they don't wear out like ever but but then but then like two weeks ago i was coming down from san francisco and it was real windy up there and coming down 280 there's this one bridge Mm -hmm. um near the near the big reservoir for the city yep there's one bridge and i coming across it just before i was getting buffeted around a bit and i was like i'm totally gonna get blown out of my lane and coming across Mm -hmm. the bridge i made sure that there was nobody in like the two lanes to my left and i fucking I, I was in the right side of my lane and I got blown out of my lane into the left side of the next one wow. over. I got yep. blown a good 30, 20, 30 feet over Man. to the left. That's uh, like passing yeah. semis out in the, yeah. the west. Yeah, we, we had those um, crosswinds and semis and it, it literally is 
all you've got just to stay in your your lane yep. yeah because it's like you the semi like if a semi passes it's you exhausting. all of a sudden there's like oh, yeah. no wind and you have to stand up yes and then uh, and then was, you're like okay it's gonna pass me i gotta lean back in the yeah, moment it goes exactly. otherwise i'm gonna get blown off I, the road i learned on this trip there's a reason why people ride 800 pound motorcycles yeah. no nope, <laughs> you still get blown around so i want to jump to our last days yes um the last day I was able to finally catch up with Bagel, just yep. on the other side, uh, in Northern California, just past um, uh, Nevada. I stayed in Reno for the night and had a nice time. He stayed in Nevada in, City. In Nevada City, and we met up in Auburn and rode in together on the last day, and it was, yep. it was a good nice. time. Yeah. But uh, Bex and Henry, you guys were we, like a we day a, behind us. Yeah, we yep. took a different route. And you also went through Nevada City. Mm-hmm. But, well, before well, that... But before that, we 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 had I had a little close call. I was gonna say, oh, right. there, That's there right. was some when uh, I forget exactly where it was. It was somewhere on I eighty, um, coming into the Bay Area, <laughs> and traffic. No, was... it was up near uh, like the Nut Tree. Uh, yeah, somewhere past there. So yeah. up in the Delta. Yeah, getting close to the Bay Area, and uh, traffic was stopped. You know, it were, it were just creeping along. So we we decided we're going to lane split in the left lane, and you know we're moving along. You know, I'm following him do. because he's setting the pace because he goes slower than me. Yeah, I'm on the scooter, so um, you know, so I'm I'm cruising along in the left lane. You know, not not do not lane splitting too fast, uh, just you know normal pace, and then. Before I know it, all of a sudden, this car just darts out right in front of me, puts they a turn signal spot. on, puts the turn signal on yeah. after the tr- after they start the turn. Of course, of course, which is so helpful. <laughs> and I go into a full like panic brake and swerve and horn all at the same time. Swerve to the left, my front wheel locked up and mm. was skidding along the pavement. My bike was like literally at like he went sideways, sideways, like I, like forty five degree angle or more. I was behind him wow. and we were on intercom, yes. so I could hear everything happening. Yeah, and I'm like, oh fuck! I saw his bike, his rear wheel kick out, and he went sideways. So you yep. went, you went into full like about to high side mode. You did uh, the yeah. low side stop, low side. Yeah, like I literally was low siding the bike. Okay, front wheel locked up, and the and because I laid on the horn, she heard me and, and stopped coming into my lane. So she stopped right in front of you. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And and I went I, I went into the skid, let and and just as I'm like about to hit the ground, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm going down. I let off the front brake, and the bike like hurls to the left and stands back up straight, and I just missed the went car around her bumper. Like this was like some stunt rider shit. <laughs> it was. How, many, had, wait, had, Liza, how many millimeters was it? I I don't even oh, know. I, Three. I, I mean, it all happened but so fast. Three. He it went was, it was so sideways quick. and then darted to the left and went around her and so quickly. Yeah, this was this was just pure instinct and probably some luck too. But I was like, as soon as I came through that, I was like, holy shit, did I just do that? It's amazing <laughs> that you let go of the front brake. Yes. Usually, once you lock up like that, your 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 body's like, I'm not fucking like letting. <laughs> well, go then of he this. immediately turned around and started yelling at her. Oh, I bitched, that. <laughs> I bitched her out. Did you man. actually get to like? Did she hear it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard she, it. She pretends she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Bagels like secret stuntman. You just don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I was Boston accent out. I was yeah, that, that, that was that was some Boston accent time Watch right your, there. Watch your fucking drive with lady. <laughs> so that was our excitement yeah. on that day. Yeah. Was, hey, Bex and so Henry, lucky. did you guys have any excitement? A little bit. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, so, yeah. So <laughs> where can, should we? <laughs> I want to hear Henry tell it. So 
So day starts out, we're in Salt Lake City, and we just bomb it across Utah, across Nevada. We make really good time. We took bagel, you know, Iron Butt Bagel's advice, you know, short stops, you know. Yeah, we had up. some moto wisdom going on. Yeah, because you said your, your range was about 180 miles, and, you know. That so was I, our safe. Yeah. yeah, so I said, you know what, just do 90 miles at a time, stop for a quick break, then do another 90 miles, get gas, you know, yep. use the bathroom, whatever you need to do. Take there. notes, guys. This works really well. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, so to keep yourself fresh especially in that kind of heat um, stop every hundred miles yeah we just said every 90 miles so that way they could break up that that 180 mile range for the tank Mm -hmm. It works really lovely, yep. and we're making great time. Yeah, we in we, fact we took a different route back, and so, we kind of chased storms so that we could avoid that mm. heat. By yeah, the way, Google was telling us to go through Las Vegas and Death Valley, which mm. oh. this heat wave. Oh God, you know we would have probably slumped over Melted and died. And yeah, we would so not we, be here. Yeah, instead we took seventy back, and then we rooted up to uh, I think was it US six. six. Yeah, Utah hmm. six. Utah. And gets which, by up. the way, most phenomenal highways by I, yeah, I 70 cool. out of Colorado mm -hmm. down Utah. It's gorgeous, so just it's spiritual, you don't even feel it, it's unreal. I 70, and yes, mm, mm -hmm. and then you go, we went up 60 or six <clears throat> Utah, and we we're in Salt Lake, mm -hmm. and then so. Yesterday, yep. we started from Salt Lake City mm -hmm. and just made great time. Yeah, we were, I mean, we were bombing along, you know, we got into, uh, we rolled into, what was it, uh, Tahoe before before nightfall and stuff like that. And then we started seeing warning signs like, oh, I-80 is shut down, detour through US-20. Uh, oh, and then man. we pull up into, we get off an exit into, uh, in uh, Truckee. Following all these lines, we split lanes in three lanes of stopping wasn't stop it traffic. glorious when you finally hit california and you could yes. yes yeah and you know what yes. uh, that was one of those things where you're like Land oh my god if we had to hit this interstate 80 shut down yeah westbound interstate crazy. 80 is shut down folks there's so, like a wildfire or something it, no it turns it, it was out actually it was a, a semi big rig on fire it was a big rig that caught on fire nearby a rest stop oh, so they closed geez. down the whole highway oh my god mm -hmm. having all the traffic divert into so we have uh, hundreds and hundreds what of cars mess. and trucks and thousands and so yes exactly That's and and so we're splitting lanes for miles yeah four miles <laughs> for whatever and then we went to california 20 yeah, US and 20. that's towards, in fact, Nevada City, which is where Bagel was the night before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, so except it wasn't so cool, folks. Yeah. No. So yeah, we're on US twenty. We're in like, because you know all the traffic is be all the traffic is being diverted from. Uh, 80, which is a big major freeway, into this uh, two-lane highway. There's, you know, there's uh, probably it's a hundreds lane of cars. Yeah, there's hundreds of cars going one way in one direction, yep. and we're part of the caravan. You know, we're uh, following along, and I'm leading. Bex is behind me, and behind us is a new guy. I think his name was Jesse. He was running a Kawasaki Vulcan we, or whatever. Yeah, we had a, a biker show up behind us too. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, okay, cool. Three of us are on US 20. This is dusk, mm. it's nightfall. It starts to, you know, the sunlight starts to go down. The I'm worried about deer, but because we're in such a long caravan, I decided not, you know, that's not an issue. And we're going down US 20 and we come up to a four way intersection. And I'm keeping the highway, the California Patrol Highway Safety recommended um, distance safety of like two seconds. Two seconds minimum. That's yeah. The yes. yeah. Except under various conditions, like heavy traffic, 
when you're High providing speeds. a gap. Yeah, yes. there's there's a lot of they basically they're like two seconds minimum, and then they list just about every condition yeah. that you ride under and say you should have more space if you are experiencing right. this. Yeah, right. so minimum yeah. two seconds is and a then, starting point with yes. the modifiers. Right. So what so happened? I, so I come to this intersection and there is this. This isn't even an intersection where there's stoplights or stop signs. It's, it's just a crossroads. This is a crossroads of Highway 49 and Highway 20 in Nevada in the mountains. City. Yeah in Nevada City, California, come to this intersection, and this old lady in a blue Tesla decides, oh, this is a good spot for me to pull out. Mm. And she pulls out, makes a left right in front of me, and yeah, there's nothing I could do. I lay on, we're going maybe 35 miles an hour. I lay on the brakes as hard as I can. I can't swerve left because that goes directly into oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't swerve right because that would put me over her hood or something like that. And I just, I lay on the brakes, as much, I lay on the brakes as much as I could and I hit head on into her right passenger side door. And Slow motion, Henry, his bike, T-bones this car that decided to take a left in front of all of this traffic. Yes, and I hit her car. And then he disappears over the top of the car. Uh, yeah, I fly over the car. <laughs> so I, as soon as I realize like I'm going to hit this car, I close my eyes. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even remember the impact. That's I, step one. Step one, close your eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next thing I remember, I come down, I land on my right side, and then I'm on the road, and I look up ahead of me. And there was a CHP officer who flicks on his lights. <laughs> wow! And a truck and a white and a white Toyota uh, pickup or whatever. This is as he's getting up, standing the up. Other, yeah, on the other side of the freeway, he the driver has window rolled down. He's yelling at me. I take mental faculties of myself. I realize nothing is broken, nothing is sprained. I'm lying on the ground in the middle of an intersection. I'm like, okay, and I jump up with my hands up, like I'm okay, nothing is broken. Please don't run me over. Right. <laughs> to be clear, there's only so much you can really evaluate about yourself in that situation. You yeah. could very yeah. well have had multiple things broken and now, sprained, but you wouldn't very, find out yeah. for like tell another me, 10 minutes. Tell me about the Tesla. What did she do? So the Tesla keeps driving. Apparently the late the old lady calls 911 saying, like, I've been hit. I don't know what. I don't know. Um, the CHP officers who talked to us afterwards said, like, dispatch could hardly make out a word she was saying other than the basic details just gave but she keeps on driving and the tesla itself detects like oh no i've been hit i should stop <laughs> and she pulls over and the tesla Stops. makes her pull over like yeah, a 200 feet away so so as lucas put it elon musk reached out through the ether and <laughs> and, and uh and oh stopped her for you <laughs> it, it was a moment too where i see the impact the car keeps driving i see the chp turn on lights and i'm going are you going to chase the car because it's still going or are you going to attend to Henry in the road and which do I do because which one are you going to take whatever you do I'm going to do, do the, the other, other. <laughs> exactly and then so we had this moment where then I was like you know what fuck it uh, Henry's right there and the I car stopped not not fuck it I'm going for the car so yeah Henry will be fine I'm going to chase that car <laughs> yeah no yeah I stand up and the CHP officer comes up I mean Bex comes up to me first but then the CHP officer comes up to me he has his look on this face is like holy shit i can't believe i'm actually talking to you right now yeah he actually had trouble working his cb or his um radio radio to to call it in because it was so dramatic yeah oh he was all shaky yes Yes. wow chp 
doesn't get shaky very no. often. <laughs> and that's what he said. He'd never had that experience. So but that was that was quite a, a phenomenal survival moment. So that was last ending. night. Our that was last night. That and, was and, less and than what Henry. How do you feel now? Fifty miles I, away. Oh, I am. Yeah. I I got super lucky. I supermaned over the bike, and I mean over her car. Right, like, because you didn't collide with the car and went over it. Mm-hmm. Why you're okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I am completely fine. Like I have some soreness in my right hand and my right knee, but otherwise, like so nothing is broken. Motorport. Where's the bike now? The bike is in some fucking AAA tow yard in Nevada City. And the ha- bike is crumpled. They're gonna, he, they're gonna ping he you. is right here right now so because he didn't crumple the bike. So, uh, bike. Figure out where um, that bike is because they're going to ping you about $100 a day to hold that. So, um, oh, her insurance. Well, she's driving a fucking Tesla. Her insurance is going to yeah. fucking pay for it. And, of course. And but how I did, mean, yeah. you figure out what's going on with your property, though. How did, yeah, you, how did you get here? How did you get home? I rode on the back of uh, Bex's bike. How was that? It, it gets a lot of attention, actually. Like, dude, right on the back of a woman's bike <laughs> trinity took us took us to the end of our our journey yeah we, well, we got here you guys pulled up here at the garage when we were working mm. on bikes mm-hmm. you haven't even been home yet have you i, I it's <laughs> obvious if you could smell through the internet some good old yeah. smell i have 15 days yeah. worth of smell please right do not here. mention your pants uh, again <laughs> i'm gonna be sick they can stand upright <laughs> oh, no. they do. you have a story your You're feet got sweaty the on the plane what happened oh no the wi-fi went down on the plane oh, oh no Oh and then they gave us free movies because of it. I was like, Oh, did they give you I free had, booze? I My plane no. is late, and they gave us free booze. No, oh, that's nice. That was great. Oh, so I had a wasp in my helmet. I, oh. <laughs> I got oh, I was stung in my jacket. There's like, but uh, going back was an adventure, and literally the last. Bagel, yeah, I'll fucking say. You, you had the same thing. Like the last few hundred miles, you're like, yes. And you just almost didn't make it. Almost bit it. Fuck. I was and I was less than a hundred miles from home when that happened. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Right. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that that did not yeah. go south. I'm glad you guys made it. I'm glad you're okay, Henry. Thank you, yeah. Motorport and CD Boots. It yep. was quite an no. adventure yeah. for all of us. And, and I, I should also mention that that my trip overall, from start to finish, was nine thousand four hundred eighty-two miles. Holy like from God. when you started from, a month or so ago. Yeah. yeah. From when I left the end of May. Until I got home wow. yesterday. So the trip Bex and, with Bex and I. <laughs> with one plane ride. It would have been plane ride one round trip. Well, plane her ride. triumph, with her triumph, our trip was about 5,800 miles. Yeah. I think trip. mine was about 5,500. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When did y'all do oil changes in, in Ohio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, it was great. Uh, Phil opened up his shop and we got to do some maintenance. And in fact, Thanks, lots Phil. There kinds was, of oil did you have? No, no, no. Thank there, you. there was a moment where I had to have a tire change because That's right. I at mid ohio just happened the angels were there we're we're fucking around looking at bikes and the the short bus no. pulls up <laughs> no that would have been normal the short bus pulls up and they're like hey bex you want to ride the short bus we have space on the the trailer you could trailer your bike and we pull up the bike onto the trailer and there is like a part of a tree limb stuck in between well, my wheel it was wood it looked like a splint like a giant like splinter a, from a pallet like a yes. pallet. yeah yeah that's what it looked like a big chunk of wood was stuck in, in between the tire and the wheel well yeah and rubber so i had to have new rubber too so i changed that out changed the oil yeah it was just yeah it an was adventure it was oh, an yeah. epic adventure i'm 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 glad i did it i'm glad it's over yep. and i Me too. can't wait for the next one <laughs> yep um I wanted to give a quick shout out 
to our friend Brandon Miller. Yes. Who's been here on some recent podcasts. We had some excitement. We had some excitement here today at the shop. He was going to install a quick charger onto one of his customers' bikes, and his customer showed up here. And he says, Yeah, Brandon was following me. He was having some trouble with his bike. Which wasn't Energica, right? Yeah, they're both on electric bikes. um, But. Uh, we thought, oh, what's going on? Well, like uh, an hour or two later, it's like he should have been here. They were on Highway 17 together, not far from here. So um, Electric Terry was here. We started calling, you know, resources to figure out what's going on. Well, um, Zach Vetter has a GPS sharing on his phone with Brandon, and he checked it out, and it said that he was not too far from here at a at – uh, a nearby Dominican. hospital, Dominican Hospital. And I said, do they have a charging station there? Maybe he ran out of juice. And Terry said, yes. I bet you that's it. He's charging his bike there. Because, you know, we know how he likes to run out of his battery. So um, we waited a while to see if he showed up here, and he didn't. Terry said, well, I'm going to go over there and check to see if he's there. And he went over. He wasn't there. And he comes back. And he goes, that's weird. And he goes, oh, no, this is not good. This is not good. And he got another update on the GPS location. It was now over at Stanford Hospital. Which is the later. trauma center they take people we to. We do not have a trauma yeah. center here. They they life flight you over to that trauma center if That's things are bad. And he it's went there so fast. So it's definitely a helicopter. Now we yep. are in full-blown oh, shit, what happened? And everybody started pulling out whatever recess. We're calling hospitals. We're calling CHP. We're trying <laughs> to find him. Nobody has any records of him. We, we're calling all the sources we can, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, we do finally get a, a message uh, from him that he is in the hospital and he's broken. Yeah, he called us. He, he yeah he he called yeah, me he called, a uh, little, he called Morgan better he right? called and then he called me a little while later or a few minutes later and he has a broken back so here's the weird thing we had uh, some people here earlier today saying yeah there's a lot of motorcycle accidents out there yeah, yeah. somebody had reported that um, down the street on on a bridge that uh, some yeah me I saw that it. was you saw <laughs> a guy on an Aprilia do a wheelie well I saw all the police cars there and some he, idiot on Aprilia did a wheelie and then ran away and dumped the bike he, and he ran away he flipped it and oh then ran God. away so <laughs> like, he looped it for- <laughs> he looped it so completely what an idiot and then someone else bridge. and then so, a, someone else damn. goes yeah I was up by the railroad tracks and some idiot ran into the railroad gate on the fence as it was coming down as it was coming down we're like what is wrong with these people (laughs) well i asked i asked brandon when i was talking to him and he's all like hey it's brandon like hey buddy what's going on he goes apparently i ran into a railroad gate i actually talked to the fire department because there was a fire truck parked outside and i was like hey do you know anything about the guy who hit the railroad and he's like yeah apparently he was splitting lanes and uh he's splitting lanes and he didn't see it coming down down. and ran into the gate and uh we we dispatched isaac up there to see if the bike was there the bike wasn't there but isaac's on there the phone was a me. ninja 500 there, there was. but apparently that's been there for a week oh my but God. Isaac, the exact same spot are oh, you saying that's a free ninja 500 so, i so i pull up yeah I, I i park on the the side of the road i'm like okay ninja 500 that can't be it and i look and i look on the median and there's this big box this big like metal plate with a bunch of boxes and tons of huge 
cables coming out, electrical cables coming out of it. I was like, wait, hang on. I'm on the phone with Liza. I'm like, hang on. That looks like it came off an electric bike. Yeah. That sounds like it's the chargers that he sells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, this was yes, the quick charger. It. This yep. is the charger he was bringing to install, to install. on the customer's bike. Here. Henry so and I, I, I go out. This is thousands wow. of dollars it costs. Yeah, yeah. And it's, Isaac just finds it on the media. Also, it weighs like 30 pounds. So I go out, I pick it up, I go back across two lanes of thankfully empty traffic, put it in my top box, and I was about to get back on. I was like, you know what, I'll go back and check. And I go back out, and there's, there's another little... I look carefully. There's a little dongle, which is apparently super important. So mm-hmm. I grabbed that, mm-hmm. and then I looked uh, looked a little bit more, and I found his pants that had been which had been off. cut off of him. So I grabbed those too. <laughs> so now so, he has a souvenir. One more in the collection, you know. Yeah. 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 So just, those are going on a wall. It's just weird that somebody who was here earlier saw bike down, and they were like one of the people who stopped and pulled over, and and he was sitting on the side of the road, conscious. So apparently he didn't lose consciousness wow um mm. he's got a broken back and is immobilized and uh, but, but he can but, move all his extremities yes. and he, he said, ha- uh, and he has broken his back before this was his quote he said <laughs> he said yeah i can i can feel all my extremities including the important ones <laughs> the doctor and had he me says checked. it's just a broken it's just a broken back so i'll be fine Wow. Yeah, he yeah. said. Yeah, he's he Can specifically you, implied the doctor had to make sure he had sensation in his dick. So yeah. we had a <laughs> just lot of excitement. Put it out bluntly. Yeah, <laughs> let me put this magazine in front of you. We <laughs> had a lot. Tingles. No, man, this is the 21st century. Uh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, Henry, I'm glad you're okay. Your Thank bike you. isn't. Oh fuck no. <laughs> Brandon's. I hope you're gonna be okay. Yes. I don't know what. I, I, maybe that bike made it okay because I think Brandon ran into the gate, not the bike. Yeah, close. Damn. Either I'm way, sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. Either way, a lot of excitement, but <laughs> it's about community and friends and everyone being there to help out and and get it through. Be it friends or be it strangers, we all experienced that in the last week. Yeah. Yes. On our ride out, yeah. we stopped for broke down bikers and yeah it's it is it's a community mm-hmm. it is hell i almost got i almost got killed on uh 80 the the 87 to 85 interchange mm. in san jose mm-hmm. if you're ever on one of those i learned a new place you have to do a head check if you're ever on one of those merge lanes oh, yeah. where they have a little carpool lane that kind of opens up yep well people fucking shoot up on the shoulder there to get into that carpool lane mm. and so i was i had my like i was gonna wait till it actually became a carpool lane right and i had my turn signal on and i was just merging over i'm still oh in my, my lane God. and somebody blew up past me at like 60 miles an hour what a and dick. yeah and and uh probably actually definitely more than 60 because i was doing 60 and they, it like came about three feet from me and wow yeah first of all this pissed me off a yeah. lot so i i got in about i put a i didn't want it to give him any chance to hurt me so i put a full lane between me and him and then i laid on my Smart very call. loud air horns for about 10 seconds until he looked at me <laughs> mm-hmm and then I kept on him for about another three seconds. At least he, he looked, and then I fucked up. What did I do? Yeah, no. <laughs> I yeah. See, that's when you bust out the spark plug. <laughs> oh, come on. So, uh, you know, I'm going to say if, if you have a drink, let's just raise it to our wonderful motorcycle community. Because yes. uh, for the people out there on the road who are helping us and the people that we discover on the road that we help, the people that get hurt yeah. and people stop and help, it is a wonderful community. So cheers, Amen. everyone. Thank you for yeah. being motorcycle a family. Community. Exactly. Thanks, everybody. No, cool. thanks, no thanks to TSA. Stay safe. 
Awesome. Um, on that note, I think we are about ready to get out of here. I also wanted to thank um, Emma for running the garage while I was gone. Yes. Jim hey. Knock Bagel for helping out running the, the last podcast, which was very entertaining. I, I, I enjoyed it myself. Um, you like that shit? I did. And cool. for any listeners, if you happen to be taking a road trip and you're coming to California, come on down and visit us here at the Recycle Garage. Yep. I yeah. keep telling people. Yeah, like Chris down. from AMA. Come on, girl. Come down. Come on That's, down. Uh, is that a threat? Like John. Come on down. <laughs> so just a reminder, this is part one of our Double Dumper AMA Vintage Days Road Trip and Special. Stay and tuned. I will two. be posting part two shortly, so look for that. And uh, thank you to our Patreon subscribers. We are going to be doing our Patreon prize pack next week. We're running late on it, but... We will get it done, and I've got some special things. Did you guys see what I got? Mm-hmm. No. I got bike nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. You're putting those in the prize pack? Oh, yeah. God, I got an extra pair. One for so me awful. and one for the prize pack. Not just so any bike awful. nuts, though. They're, they're light-up bike nuts. They're light-up. Yeah, they're, they're like, they're like Rudolph so the they're like nutted reindeer. They're glow. <laughs> the story is like you're fucking around on Facebook, yeah, and then like one of those ads popped yeah. up in between oh, the post. Yeah. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. For real? I'm in. Your targeted Facebook ads are oh, yeah. for bike nuts. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Google? They know her too well. Uh, you've just been you've just been on there Googling like motorcycle genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle. motorcycle. Oh, you know what it is? It's all the fucking dildos. It's the you're posting pictures of dildos and motorcycles on Facebook, know. and now they're targeting you they with, with, with balls and I motorcycles. Moto Bandito is making a comeback. Facebook has like instead of facial recognition recognition technologies like dildo dick, dick. <laughs> so do you want to tag this dildo <laughs> 8 inch or 14 inch okay. mm, simmer down there simmer down <laughs> we're all happy to be alive and we are. ready for our next adventure and you know what I'm happy to be out of that heat oh yeah right back oh to our God. northern California so this is why we it's pretty freaking dollars a month for rent exactly yeah. so I think we're ready to go thank you everyone for listening I hope you enjoyed this road tripping special go take a road trip knock are you going to take a road trip? I usually go to one. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he just to goes to, to a road trip. Yeah, I'm going I'm go to uh, I'm gonna take a road trip to the airport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Courtesy of Uber, I follow I, the Uber train. I typically uh, take a road trip up to Portland and visit my friend Sam. Dude, what did you ride here? Oh, 787. That's right. (laughs) Boeing 787. Yeah. So, yeah, I encourage everyone, go do that trip. It's something everyone should do. And like I said, there's things that happen on it that um, they're going to stay with you forever. And even though the bad stuff happens, uh, I think good comes from it because we learn what we can handle, what we can fix, what we can do, and who can help us. But one more thing. Thanks to all the folks that showed up at AMA and said hi to us. Oh, totally. Oh, rad. We forgot your names. We're sorry. But (laughs) we we appreciate you coming up and saying hi. And... uh, Hopefully you found us approachable. I, I, so. Chris, you're awesome. I really look forward to riding out, and I hope you make it to Babes. Let's talk about that adventure, all right? Babes ride out in October. I thought that was just for women. Well, it is Chris. She, she is a woman. Is a woman. <laughs> oh, okay. She gotcha. is a woman. I thought you talked about a male Chris earlier. Mm. No. All right. Cool. I think on that note, we're ready to get out of here. Thanks again for listening. This is Liza. Mm, bagel. Uh, Uber f- sucks. <laughs> Isaac. (laughs) (laughs) Aloha. And we're out of here. Cool. 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 Cool.